stand on your feet right now. Say something to Jesus. Say something to Jesus. Come on, speak to Jesus. Speak to Jesus. Tuna kusinzanga, 
five people. Welcome them. Welcome them. You can give them a hug. You can give them a handshake. Thank them for coming in the name of Jesus. Choir, we thank you. Thank you for leading us. We are blessed in Jesus' name. We are very blessed. It's an honor to see you today. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much. Um, we honor our Father. Apostle Grace Lubega. We honor our father. We honor our mother, Mama Nicolette. We thank God for them. Amen. And for the responsibility in the name of Jesus. So, uh, I hope you've greeted your neighbor. We have some announcements. Let's look at them. We have a marriage conference this year. We have a marriage conference this year. I don't know whether it's uh, the, the marriage that are not clapping or... Hmm? So it is taking place at the Serena Conference Center. 
Uh, that is on the 23rd of November 2019. Praise the Lord. It is also starting at 3 p.m. And it is categorically, specifically, specially for married people only. Married couples only. So we shall be collecting certificates as you come. <laughs> Praise God. So if you're not married yet, we shall organize something for you. We are still consulting, but it's coming. Praise God. Amen. Please clap for that word also. So uh, attendance is by registration. Uh, so make sure you register. There are limited seats available. Uh, you can call this number for more information. 2 403 Amen. We have uh, prisons, saviors from Zion. This one is open, saviors from Zion. So uh, be a part of this great work as Fanero spreads. Okay, it is that time of the year yet again. So be a part of this uh, ministry that is going to be happening in the prisons. Contributions, both in kind and in cash, will help acquire the following items. So uh, consider it in your heart uh, to, to make a contribution in Jesus' name. So. Uh, some of the items that we are looking at are Bibles, TV sets, cows in capital letters, 100-seater tents, mattresses, 2-inch at least, scholastic materials, cartons of soda. Don't forget and you bring the 6 by 6 mattress. Uh, scholastic materials, cartons of soda, bags of rice, and so much more. Praise God. So we are also going to construct an incinerator for Nakasongola Women Prison. Hallelujah. So God bless you in your giving. You can uh, call those numbers as we read them for more information. We also have the child, uh, Fanero Children's Bible Camp. Amen. So our children that are between 5 and 12, please. Just make sure you bring them for this camp. And uh, it's happening at the Hillside Nazarene Primary Schools in Nalia. Uh, time for arrival is 2 p.m. to 5.30. And pickup time is 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Ages, as we said, are 5 to 12. And you are required to pay 100000 per child. Praise the Lord. Activities to be carried, about, uh, uh, carried out are Bible studies, practical life skills, classes, creative arts, swimming, and lots of other fun items. Praise the Lord. Bed sheets, uh, blank, these are requirements. Eh? Bed sheets, blanket, or duvet, a change of clothes for four days, undergarment, slippers, toothpaste, and a brush, uh, pajamas, swimming costume, which is optional sports shoes, among others. So uh, note that all payments shall be received at the Fanero Partnership Desk and Office, as well as uh, using the Merchant Court. No payments uh, will be handled on mobile money or by any of the facilitators. Praise God. So the number to call for more information is the same, 0200 Praise the Lord. We have uh, sports. So we have a sports day coming up. Uh, 
this is open to everyone. Praise the Lord. So we are preparing, we are exercising, we are making ready uh, for this day. So in preparation for the sports day, members who are interested, please register for your interested sport using the link below. And that is uh, on the screen as well. Maybe next time they will tell us the activities, sports activities that will be happening so that people can be specific. Uh, the Gulu Crusade preparation. Praise God. Amen. So, uh, the Gulu Crusade Organizing Committee requests that all funeral members that hail from northern Uganda uh, should stay behind for a consultative planning meeting. And it is happening today. Praise God. Today is the third. So, after second service, which is the service, uh, you meet behind uh, for, for a meeting. We also have a Christian fundamentals class after service in the upper grounds. Praise God. Hallelujah. We have marriage bands. Clap for uh, these wonderful people. Chimera Ivan and Kayaga Maria. Makabia Anthony. Uh, Najingo Masi. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Just like Apostle Emma is doing it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. Marriage is honorable. Praise the Lord. And we celebrate the institution of marriage greatly. So uh, these are the wonderful couples. They are, they are having their weddings. Ivan and Maria, they're having their wedding on the 23rd of November. Anthony and uh, Marcy, they're having their wedding on the 30th of November. So we are going to pray. We are going to pray. Praise the Lord. So you're going to stretch your hands in the name of Jesus and speak the best words ever upon their marriages uh, that are forthcoming. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for uh, these blessed people, these blessed couples, we thank you because you've already blessed them with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. We thank you because they will find a fulfillment. They will find unspeakable joy in every detail of their marriages. We thank you because anything to do with wickedness, anything to do with unreasonable people, those things are far from them. Goodness and mercy is their portion goodness and mercy shall continue to follow them all the days of their lives. We thank you for you give them the best children ever. Children that will change this generation. Children that will touch and change lives in this generation and the generations to come. They will be godly families from the first to the last in the name of Jesus. Thank you because it is done in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So, thank you so much for praying. We also have a dedication uh, for a child named Kamali Jas Jasper. Jasta. Jasta. Kamali Jasta, please come. Uh, the parents are Kamali Ben and Irumbi Monica. Are they around? I think they should be. Kamali Jasta. 
they are coming, I think, is it? more faster in the name of Jesus. Let's get into the word in Jesus' name. Uh, Psalms 124. It's a powerful psalm. And we maybe we can read it in the message version. <clears throat> Are we together? Good. The Bible says, if God had not been for us all together now, Israel sing out. Oh, may Israel now say, if God hadn't been for us when everyone went against us, we would have been swallowed alive by their violent anger, swept away by the flood of rage, drowned in the torrent. We would have lost our lives in the, in the wild raging water. Oh, blessed be God, praise the Lord, who didn't go off and leave us. He didn't abandon us defenseless, helpless as a rabbit in a pack of snarling dogs. Praise the Lord. We have flown free from their fangs, free from their traps, free as a bird. Their grip is broken, and we are free as a bird in flight. Hallelujah. And God's strong name is our help. The same God who made heaven and earth. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. There are so many wonderful things in this psalm. But most importantly, the psalm reminds us or reminds me, because it must speak to you as an individual, of my special relationship with Jehovah God. Importantly, that God is on my side. It is not something to take light or something to take for granted. Praise the Lord that he is there with you. In fact, the King James says that if the Lord God had not been on our side, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, it is the assurance we have as the assembly of the believers. Amen. The Bible says that now may Israel say, you can continue verse 2, we would have been swallowed alive and many other things. In the morning, we were sharing quite a lot about that and many other scriptures. But most importantly, reminding ourselves of our special place as believers in Christ. Praise the Lord. When David is uh, speaking in the other psalm previous, uh, 121, he says that I look up to the mountains and I'm wondering where, where cometh my help. And he concludes and says that my help comes from the Lord, the creator of the heavens and the earth. He's assured, he's always assured that he has constant help from his God. 
the Bible reveals to us that he is our present, time, our present help in time of need. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, if you go with me in the book of John, chapter, 1 John chapter 5 and verses 4. The Bible says that whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. I repeat, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Meaning whatsoever has been born of God is literally or has literally overcome the world. Praise the Lord. And it says, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. If you read it in the Amplified Version, it says that whatever is born of God is victorious. That is past tense. It's already done. Is already victorious over the world. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, and this is the victory that conquers the world. This is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Important to note also that when you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, the moment you gave him acceptation in your heart, you qualified to live as more than a conqueror. Praise the Lord. You qualified to live as victorious over everything or anything that is in the world, as far or as long as it is inconsistent to the testimony of God, as far as it is defined by the worldly standards. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There is special attributes that God has placed in the believer. There is special attributes that God has endowed us with that we come to a juncture where we cannot be named anymore as mere normal people. We come to a juncture where we can no longer be named as mere human beings. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, in the Bible, there are great men that speak of wonderful things and people like Paul struggle a lot in a good way to express the nature that is imputed on a believer. Sometimes he uses words like peculiar, special generation, a people that have, be, that have been chosen of God, and many other wonderful things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But it is very, very important for us to remain cognizant of the fact that God has placed us above all things. Praise the Lord. He has placed us above the world. The Bible says in Ephesians that he has placed us above all principalities, all powers, all might, and all dominion. And he means his word. Meaning that at that level, nothing can literally stand against you. Nothing can literally oppose you and succeed. Praise the Lord. Nothing can hinder you and prevail. Amen. Hallelujah. Nothing can stand in your way and prevail. There is a scripture in the... Let's look at the scripture. We didn't look at it before, but we, let's just, it came to my spirit. Uh, Revelations chapter 12 and verses, 11, and verses 7. The Bible says, it's a wonderful story in the book of Revelations. Something happening in the spirit. The Bible says, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels. Now, Michael was the head, like the commander of the armed forces, the angels. Fought against the dragon. God would be the commander in chief. Praise God. 
And the dragon fought and his angels. In this case, the dragon was the devil. And the Bible says, and prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore. The Bible says that the place of the dragon was not found anymore in heaven. Praise God. Where you dwell, there is no devil. That's what the scriptures are saying. And prevail not, because if the Bible says that you've been raised above principalities, powers, and might, and dominion, the Bible says you've been lifted and you've been established, made to sit in the heavenly places in Christ. Amen. Meaning that many times for the complaints that people raise, many times for the grumblings that come, many times for uh, some of the statements that are inconsistent with the word of God that are said or spoken, is because some people unknowingly or knowingly get ladders and try to come down in their minds. The Bible says, and prevailed not, uh, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the Bible says, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, and his nature is to deceive the whole world. He has never been true. Whatever he does, he does in craftiness and deception. And the Bible says, and he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Let's continue, please. And the Bible says, and I heard a loud voice saying, in heaven now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Praise God. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. That was his nature. He accuses the brethren. He accuses the brethren. Praise the Lord. And some people want to tap so much on that kind of uh, attribute. Which, and the Bible says, and the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And the Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is very significant in telling us and showing us our relationship with the world. Praise the Lord. It shows us the place of the enemy and where he is. It shows us where God has placed us. It shows us what God has done. It shows us the victory that we already carry in his person, in, in ourselves, because his person is on the inside of us. Amina. Praise the Lord. Yes, so it is telling us that whatsoever is born of God, is victorious. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. When you look at Ephesians chapter 3 and verses 12, the expression that it gives is that we have boldness, is that we have access in him. Literally, we have fearless confidence in the presence of God because of the relationship that we have with him because of the nature that we carry, because of where he has established us, because of where he has placed us in himself. The Bible says, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Because now someone, the challenges initially were, uh, what kind of faith or how much faith do I need? The Bible says that this confidence or this access is with confidence by the faith of the son of God. That it is the faith of the Son of God operating on the inside of you. You simply rest in him. You simply rely on him. Praise the Lord. You simply give yourself to him. Amen. 
Yes, because it is done. So you rest in what he has done. That's what the Bible says, that my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Rest in what he has done. Why? Because you'll continue to overflow. You'll continue to overflow with the life that he has implanted in you. You'll continue to overflow with the power, the dunamis, which the Bible reveals that it is actually uh, inherent power that dwells in a thing by reason of its nature. Praise God. That the power of God that you have in you, you have it because it's your nature to have it. It's not something you're seeking without. Praise the Lord. You have the fullness of his power in you. You have an overflow of the power of God on the inside of you. And it keeps manifesting because it is part of what you inherited in Christ. Amen. It is very, very important. And daily, we walk cognizant and with that conviction and conscience. There is a story we were sharing in the morning. And uh, it is about a wonderful man of God that is highly regarded by most of uh, the, the, the believers. Reinhard Bonke. Now, in this story, it was told that he was in uh, Nigeria. You know, he used to go to Nigeria a lot, among many African countries. Now, this time he went there, and the sorcerers had a meeting. In this meeting, they decided, as they were saying, every time rain had bonky comes, our businesses fail. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So they had to sit down and get solutions on how to, to curb this issue. So they agreed at that time that they are going to get four people amidst themselves. And these people were to uh, approach and attend a crusade, one of them that was uh, having at that time. And this is how they planned. They said that we are going to have four people. These four people will stand on the corners of the crusade. And it shall so happen that when Reinhard Bonke comes on the podium to start speaking, that we shall conjure our spirits and raise our spirits, and it shall t- come to pass that the man of God will die. <laughs> Praise God. So they, 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 they planned, and actually they attended the meeting, and they stood in the corners, and it was said that after the choir had ministered, it was time for Reinhard Bonke to come. And when he came, he used to have a customary greeting. And this is how he used to greet. He would greet them with words like, hallelujah. So it wasn't that Reinhard Monk actually was aware these guys were there. He confesses himself. So for him, he was just full of life, ready to minister. You know, so when he came on the pulpit, he greeted the people. He waved and said, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I think also Apostle Emma loves doing that. <laughs> Amen. Yes, so when he did that, it was said that, the four guys got paralyzed. The sorcerers, who some people get so afraid about. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They got paralyzed. And when they got paralyzed, they had another meeting. They had another meeting and they planned because they didn't give up. They agreed and they said, let's invite a first class sorcerer. They invited a first-class sorcerer from India. It was a lady, and they told her, we want to give you, want to buy for you a first-class ticket. Please come and help us cast rain hard bonke. Ah, praise God. So uh, she came. She, of course, made a mistake, a first-class one also. 
And they planned, and she told them that now what you do with such men, you stand in the middle of the crusade. So she arranged them and organized them how they were going to do it. And she said, we shall stand there in the middle. And I will be in the middle and we shall conjure up our spirits. And it shall come to pass that when we have done whatever we've done, if he steps on that podium, he will die. They did so. And when Reinhard Bonke came, he waved, hallelujah, praise God. And it was said that this woman, the first class sorcerer, got an asthma attack instantly. Instant. <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, because of the speciality that is accorded to the life that is in every believer. The Bible says, whatsoever. Whatsoever. Amen. Whoever, whosoever is born of God, the Bible says, is victorious over the world. And the Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. And the Bible says, faith. Amen. It is not in any endeavors, in any uh, endeavors that you, you, you deliberate to do. It is not in your doings. It is not in your works. It is in your reliance on what he has done. It is on, in your reliance in what he's fulfilled. Amen. Uh, Pazak shared a story. It was, uh, he spoke something in line with uh, Psalms 51, the brokenness of spirit. And he mentioned something very important that God uses broken men. Praise the Lord. And it is true to form that God uses broken people. Hallelujah. Now, also, when you read Psalms 51 and verse 16, the Bible says, For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. David had discovered something higher, something more, you know, weighty. And he said that if you desired sacrifice, I would give the sacrifice. You don't delight in burnt offering because if you delighted in the same, I would still do it. And he said, for the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. Praise God. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. That is all he needs. Praise the Lord. The contriteness of your spirit the brokenness of your heart, you're yielding to him. Praise the Lord. You're resting or you're responding to what is done and to allow what he has already fulfilled in you manifest every other day. That's very important. And this is exactly what the man, the rich man, young man missed in the book of Mark chapter 17. Because the Bible says that he comes unto Jesus and he asked Jesus that good teacher or good master, the Bible says when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and he knelt to him and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And the Bible says, and Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. He went ahead and said that you actually know the commandments. Praise God. He told him that do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and thy mother. 
And the Bible says, and he answered and said unto him, the, the young man answered Jesus. And he told him that, Master, whatever you are saying, I have observed ever since I was a child. I have been perfect in all that. It's like saying that is like water. It's, it's no more. But he never realized that probably it was a taste to him. And the Bible says, and Jesus, beholding him, loved him. And said unto him one thing. One thing thou lackest. There's something that you lack. There's something that is missing. Praise the Lord. Yes, that is why many times our Father emphasizes that you can never be, there is no perfection. You cannot call it perfection if it is coming from what you can do. Praise the Lord. Without God. Hallelujah. Perfection is in resting in what he has done. Amen. We become as weak as possible in whatever we can do without him. And we become strong in everything he has done. That's why the man of God tells Timothy, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ. Meaning that receive strength. Praise the Lord. Receive strength from this grace that is in me. Receive strength from me. Let it be about me. Rest in that which I've done. Rest in my strength. Amen. So the Bible says that he beheld him and loved him and said unto him, there is something that you lack. Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast. Amen. And this hit me when Bazak was sharing that day because literally the man of God is telling him that for everything that gives you merit and credit without me, sell it, put it aside. Praise God. Put it aside. Kick it away. For anything that gives you qualification without me, put it away. Praise the Lord. And simply give me your heart. All I need is you to respond to me. All I need is you to rest in what I can do. That is where the strength of God is. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is where the strength of God is. That's why now the man says that, you see, it is not in the sacrifices. It is not in the burnt offerings. It is in the contriteness of spirit. Amen. And because we know that God has done, because we know that God has fulfilled, we have a special boldness in our hearts. There are things that can no longer intimidate the believer today if they know and understand who they are. We can no longer speak about things like, uh, to, to the degree and standard of the world, we've heard of sorcery. We can't speak about sorcery. There's a story that amazed me one day. <laughs> Let me just share it. That story, there's a man that bought a car somewhere in the western Uganda, in a village near ours. <laughs> By the way, praise God. So, it so happened that in that particular place, he was the first to buy that car. And the moment he bought it, people were, some people maybe had issues. So he would come with his car, park it like in front of his house, facing the house. In the morning, he would wake up, and the car is facing the other side. Ah. He comes again, happened several times. He parks the car facing the house. In the morning it is <laughs> it is facing the road. So, as if that was not enough, 
one day he was driving and it was, uh, he was passing through Bwindi forest and he happened to hoot. So when he hooted, <laughs> a sound of a human being <laughs> is what came out. And it's a true story. So he gave up. He gave up on his car. He sold it. <laughs> so I just wished he had sold it to me. I wish I had known before. Because those are the things we love. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Because we understand who we are. Amen. We understand our place in God. Even the devil knows it. That's why we don't waste time with him. Hmm? That's why when you notice Philip, when he was preaching, the Bible doesn't say there is any concentration he gave to a Simon the sorcerer. The Bible says he went down to the city of Samaria and he preached Christ unto them. In verse, uh, chapter 8, verse 5. And as he was preaching Christ, things were happening. There was an overflow. The Bible says that uh, people that, had, that were paralyzed were healed. Yes. But there was, no, 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 just go back. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the Bible says, and the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. <laughs> the Bible says that the people, all of them, they gave heed, special attention, heeding to the things that were being spoken by Philip. And the Bible says they were also observing. As he was preaching, results were manifesting. As he was preaching Christ, and that is what happens. The Bible says, and the people with one accord gave heed to the things that were being spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits go down, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and, we, uh, and many that were taken with palsies, and that were lame, they were healed. Because Jesus was in the place Christ was being preached. And the Bible says, this is what brings great joy, and there was great joy in the city of Samaria. Why? Because Jesus Christ was being preached. There was another man there called Simon, and there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was uh, someone great was a, some, some great one. The Bible says also, to whom they all gave heed, these people are surprising, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. <laughs> to him, they had regard because that for a long time he had bewitched, to whom they, please, and to him, they had regard because that for a long time he had bewitched them with, his sorceries. And the Bible says, go down please. But when they had believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. We don't see any interface. Praise the Lord. But when the true gospel came, when the true power came, when the true anointing came in the area, people could tell. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we don't see Philip running to look for the sorcerer to, to, to cast some things out of him. He had to obey. Praise God. 
Yes, he had to obey because the anointing was here. He had to obey because someone who was aware of who he was in God was present. And the right gospel was being ministered. Amen. Then Simon himself believed also, the Bible says, and he was also baptized and he continued with Philip. He was just wandering and beholding the miracles and signs. And was saying, what is this? We shared a story in the morning. It was about a, a, a certain missionary. And this missionary, wonderful missionary, had come from Europe and he was staying in the DRC. Now, at that time, it was in a village, it was a small church, so he had just started missionary work. He had not really had a lot of experience in the same. But it so happened that where she was, there was also a shrine of a certain sorcerer. They talked about sorcerer. Sorcerer. Now, this man came to this lady, uh, the missionary, and asked her and told her, he was really bold. He told her that I want us to get a day where we are going to do something. You, you believe in God, you will come and do something, an exploit maybe, and I will also do something by my gods. Praise God. Yes. And then uh, he told her that whoever wins, the other will serve the other's gods or God. The woman, of course, was scared because she was just young and a new missionary. But the church members implored her and told her, please, you can manage this. Please go for it. <laughs> so the witch doctor, in his confidence, he came. The day appeared, he came, and then he lay on the ground at that time and meditated. He meditated, he meditated for about 45 minutes, they say. And he began to fly in the air to the level where everyone could see. Praise God. You could imagine. So, but because like I told you that all these are literally sinking sand, it's nothing. This young missionary, something came upon her, the spirit, and she said, I, cast, I, I, I command you out of him in the name of Jesus. And this man fell down like a sack. He never did any sorceries again. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that is how it is with any issue that is inconsistent with the word of God. Any issue that is inconsistent with the word of God. Why? Because the Bible has clarified that we have victory. And this victory is not short-termed. This victory is forevermore because of the nature that we carry. We have it over any issue in the world. We have it over and above the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have the confidence that nothing can withstand. We have the assurance, like Pastor Brown was sharing, the assurance by the word of God that God is for us. We have the assurance that it must work. For the Bible says that his word cannot return to him void. Amen. Yes, we have the assurance that it cannot fail to work. If you look at, um, if you look at 1 Samuel, chapter, the story of David, 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verses 38, the Bible says, are we together? 
The Bible says, and Saul armed David with his armor. This was after they were interfaced with the Philistines. And the Bible says there was a man who was a giant who was called Goliath. He demonstrated himself as someone also, another great person. And they had feared him until the time David appeared before them. And the Bible says, and Saul armed David after David convincing him that I can actually overcome this man with armor, his armor. And he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Praise the Lord. Also, the Bible says he armed him with a coat of mail. And the Bible says, and David guarded his sword upon his armor and he assayed to go. But he said, the Bible says, for he had not proved it. He had not proved the things that he had been, uh, that he had been given to dress. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, because there was no way he could go in the abilities of men. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and David put them off. But the Bible clarifies of what has been tried and what has been proved. If you read Psalms 18 and verses 30, the Bible says, Psalms 18 verses 30, that as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Praise the Lord. We trust the word. We rely on God. We rely on his word. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that his word is forever settled in heaven. I love the word settled in heaven. Meaning that it is untampered with and it cannot be. It cannot be hindered by anything. It is settled. What it has said is so. If it is a promise, that is it. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says, he reveals to us that God is faithful to the detail of the letter of every single word he has released and relayed in his word concerning the believer. He is extremely faithful to his covenant. Hallelujah. And if you remember, uh, when our father was teaching us, that was, if you go back to First uh, Samuel, that was, David was interfacing this person, Goliath, on a covenant issue. It was a covenant matter at this juncture. In fact, let's continue. The Bible says, and he took his staff and his hand in his hand, and he chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had. Even in the script, and his sling was in his hand. He drew near to the Philistine, and the Philistine came and drew near unto David, and the man that bore the shield went before him. Praise the Lord. And when the Philistine looked about, I think he was wondering who is coming. He saw David instantly, incidentally, and he disdained him. Literally, he held him in contempt. He despised him. For he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staffs? And the Philistine cast David by his gods. He was not alone also. Praise the Lord. It was a spiritual matter here. And the Bible says, And the Philistine said unto David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air, and to the beasts of the field. Then said David, I want you to look at the assurance that was in the heart of David. 
Read every statement as he says it and consider the conviction and the faith that was in his heart. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, And then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. Praise the Lord. I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. That was enough. Hallelujah. That was enough assurance. Because now the battle is already surrendered. It is not in him as a person. Amen. He says that I come in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied this day. Let's continue. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee, and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, unto the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. This is not negotiable. This is not about whether it will happen or not. It must happen. And as he said it, consequently, that is what happened because he was standing on the promise. He was speaking after the testimony of God's word. He was speaking from the conviction and consciousness that he carried in God. There was no way it could not happen. Praise the Lord. And he was speaking after the order of the covenant. Notice that every time they are referring to Goliath, they are emphasizing the word Philistine deliberately. The uncircumcised one. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. They are referring to the Philistine deliberately, that this is a covenant matter. And that is what we are saying, that whether it is individuals, whether it is a situation, whether it is a trial, whatever it may be, praise the Lord. It is very important for you to know that all these, the Lord God has already placed them below you. Have that assurance, whatever circumstance it is. Praise God. Bazak was emphasizing to us that actually all these are simply small tests. And the Bible says that there is no test that can come your way and, uh, and that can prevail against you. Any test that will dare, praise the Lord, is already, is already prevailed upon by the grace of God that is working in your life. And never think that this may be works for some people that have gone through certain patterns and sta- I mean certain stages. The Bible says that these signs shall follow every single person that believes. Hallelujah. They must follow the believer. They must fo- you don't follow them like they were telling us, but they must follow you. Praise the Lord. Because the Bible emphasizes to us what we, we, we follow, what we seek after. Let's read um, Psalms 105. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is our life. This is our pattern. This is how we speak. This is how we confess. This is how we live. Amen. The Bible says, give thanks unto the Lord. Tell your neighbor, give thanks unto the Lord. Remember, the Bible tells us that it is God's will that we should continue in thanksgiving. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 18. The Bible says that in all things give thanks for that is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. In everything, it is a must. Praise God. It is, the Bible says it is the will of God. So let's go back, please. 
The Bible says, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. He has done wondrous works, he has done wonderful deeds, and that is what we do. Continue. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. You should never be tempted to speak contrary or veer off the word of God in your conversation, both from within your spirit and what comes out of your mouth. Hallelujah. It is extremely very, very important. Amen. Yes, because this is your nature. Every time you speak something contrary, every time you focus on how you're struggling, on how poor you are, on how you're so much in need, you are departing from the testimony of God's word. Praise God. When the Bible, let me just put a stop there, tells us that my son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. How do the eyes depart from the word? Every time your eyes focus on the issue, every time your eyes focus on the problem, every time your eyes focus on the pain, every time your eyes focus on the other person that is so sick and maybe in your thinking they are about to die, your eyes have departed. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says that keep them. Let them not depart from thine eyes. These words. Whatever you see must be in consonance with the word of God. Your heart is built up full of the word of God. And that is how you remain. The Bible says if any man should speak, let them speak after the order of the oracles of God. Words that are consonant with the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you notice anything that is outside the word, please don't speak it. Amen. Why? Because the words you release out of you carry a special anointing. They carry a special power. You heard of the story that the man simply said hallelujah. He was not very cautious that those people actually were there, the way they were stationed, but it is obvious because his nature, that is how the nature that we carry speaks. And that is what the nature that we carry does. Amen. So we are always very careful and cautious in whatever we do because there is a special price to everything that we do. Amen. Yes, you don't do things in emptiness. There is a power that follows whatever you say. There is a power that follows your thoughts. You remember the sermon about the thoughts, uh, LTV? Amen. So it is very important. The Bible says, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore, which we do. Remember his marvelous works that he has done. If you're faced with an issue and it seems bigger in any way, David, like our man of God usually tells us, rehearsal of all the victories that God has led you through. Amen. For the victories that he led you through, for the battles that he has won for you, you will know that if he, made, if he helped you make it here, definitely this is nothing. And that was the same way David used to do it. That he was first with the battle, seemingly bigger. He remembered what God did at Gilgal. He remembered what God did at Jerusalem. He remembered what God did in the other place. Praise the Lord. And because of that, he knew. It reminded him of who he was. It reminded him of what his God could do. Remember his marvelous works that he has done and his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. 
Oh, ye seed of Abraham, his servant, ye children of Jacob, his chosen. Yes? Let's continue, please. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. I, I wanted uh, uh, verses 8. The Bible says, he has remembered his covenant forever. There was, and there will be no day where God will forget any word in line with the covenant he has established with you. The Bible says that the word which he has commanded to a thousand generations. Please give it in the Amplified Version. Verses 8. The Bible says he is earnestly mindful of his covenant and forever it is imprinted on his heart. Praise the Lord. Forever the covenant that he has established with you, Joan, is in his heart. Amen. That he lives to see that every single word is fulfilled to the detail of the same. And he has fulfilled it. The Bible says the word which he commanded and he established to a thousand generations. Praise the Lord. And we must be confident in that which he has done. Never should we waste time. Never, because it is wasting time literally, never should be worry about anything that is to the standard of the world. Whatever it is, even if it is an individual, whoever they are. The Bible says about the Israelites in the same chapter, if you read, I think it is verses 44, that when they saw the Israelites depart, no, verses 38, when the, the Egyptians saw the Israelites depart, they were very happy. Egypt was glad when they departed for the fear which they had for the Israelites had fallen upon them. Praise the Lord. And Egypt, you know what Egypt represents? It represents everything to do with carnality, the flesh, and the world. Praise the Lord. When they saw the, the Israelites leave Egypt, they celebrated. Praise the Lord. Why? Because they feared them. They knew who they were. They knew what they could do. They were threatened by everything that was in them. Hallelujah. But now this, uh, some days or these days, you find that it is now the believer disturbed by a small issue. Disturbed by something worldly. It's not supposed to be so. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not supposed to be so. The Bible has reminded us that our focus is on him. We just keep focusing on that which, which he has placed before us. And all these things, the Bible says, continue to follow. It's a must for the signs. It's a must for the wonders. It's a must for these things to follow you. The Bible says that uh, Mark 16, 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Praise the Lord. In my name, they, will cast, in my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Praise the Lord. And if they drink anything deadly, it shall by no means hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. It doesn't hurt them because of the nature they have. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, your body also is not a mere normal body. Hallelujah. It's not a mere normal body. You remember that when... Uh, the man of God, John G. Lake, at that time in South Africa, when a plague had hit South Africa, they say that people started dying. Many of his missionaries started dying. In fact, he literally was burying, uh, burying them alone 
Why? Because whoever touched them was dying. Even those that were burying, they were also, uh, yes, affected by the sun. But this man could not. It could not affect his body. And every time these uh, parasites, whichever they are, we don't even need to know so much about them, they touched his body, they were destroyed. Because David says that my cup is full and my cup overflows. I'm full inside. And it affects the outside as well. Praise the Lord. Yes, it is, it is in me. It is all around me. Someone sang, he said that you see your favor is like a shield around me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And indeed, the Bible says he has honored us with his favor. You are accepted in the beloved. You are accepted in the beloved. There is no way. We are not saying that, hey, maybe you will be. Let's read uh, this scripture in line with that. Because time is against us. Um, Luke, the one we read in Luke chapter 4. Let's go to verses 18. Okay. You know, Jesus spoke to, in the synagogue, and I want to say you are well aware of what he was sharing. But in verses 19, after speaking these wonderful words, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me as anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The Bible says also to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Praise the Lord. That before his sight, as far as I'm a born-again Christian, I'm acceptable in his sight, and this is my acceptable time. Things have to work my way, because Christ is in me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anything that dares to defy the testimony of God that is in you, destroys itself. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So he, he said that to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And the Bible says he closed the book and gave it to the attendant. And the eyes of them all were on this, in, that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And the Bible says, and he began to say unto them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. It is fulfilled. This day is the word of God fulfilled in your lives. Praise God. And I was saying that you see, even when uh, you have, for example, a father stand before us and he's speaking words, don't assume that maybe this word is to happen or work for the other neighbor because probably for them they pray for quite some number of hours. It is for you, the born-again Christian. And the moment it is released, that is a time. It's supposed to be working in your life. Praise God. It's supposed to be fulfilled in your life. Have it and know, be cautious that it is actually fulfilled in your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet in the name of Jesus. There were many other things. So we bless God for his word. We bless God for his covenant. His covenant is true. Praise God. His covenant is true. He has placed us above, above principalities and powers and might. And the Bible says, far, far above. Praise God that it only remains a matter of choice 
it only remains a matter of choice. Someone has to speak something. Just open your mouth and speak to Jesus. Just open your mouth and speak to Jesus. Just for one minute. My God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power that is at work in our lives. Thank you for the lights, for the revelation in our spirits. We praise you for who you've made us to be. And we know that we are full of your life. We know that we are full of your presence. The Bible says you have accepted us in the beloved. You have honored us with your favor. You have honored us with your power, with your grace. And we are filled with great gratitude because we receive every detail of what you have given. Thank you for your grace. And if you came with pain, the Lord heals you right now. If you came with pain, the Lord heals you. If you came with any disease, you are in a situation that is unbecoming to the testimony of God, God changes that now. In Jesus' name. Everything that defies or dares to defy the name of the Lord is destroyed by reason of that demonstration. And Lord, we thank you because you change your people. You touch your people. You manifest yourself special to your people. And Lord, we thank you because we walk in these blessings every day. Your blessings are fulfilled in our lives. Your blessings are fulfilled in our lives. Your power is fulfilled in our lives. Your grace is fulfilled. Your strength is fulfilled in our lives and hearts. In Jesus' name. Come on, join your hands and bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, if you are here and you have not yet you're here and you've not yet received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, please don't move out of this room without receiving him. There is an opportunity right now. You can walk in front and we can lead you in a confession prayer and we shall pray for you. Anyone that wants to receive Jesus, please come. Because you can't enjoy the testimony of what we are talking about if you're not born again. You'll still be on the other side of the world. You are not victorious over the world because you're not born again. So is there any person that would love to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior? We can give you an opportunity to receive him. Sweet is Jesus, sweet Jesus, 
What a wonder you are, you are brighter than a morning star. You are fairer, much fairer than a lily that grows by the wayside. Most precious than gold. You are the rose of the fairest of them all. You are everything my heart desires. You are fairer, fairer than the lily that grows by the wayside. You are precious. Sweetest Jesus, sweet Jesus, what a wonder you are. You are brighter than a morning star. You are fairer, much fairer than a lily that grows by the wayside. You are precious, most precious. the Lord. Hallelujah. We have people giving their lives to Jesus. We have people receiving Jesus in their hearts. Amen. Amen. You are welcome. You will never, never regret this decision. And it is the best decision you can ever make. It is the best miracle that can ever happen in your lives. Amen. So I want you to kindly repeat these words after me. Say them from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. This day, I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior of my life. I am born again. You have filled me with your spirit and I start a new life from this day on in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. You will follow that man. You will write your name.